For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Oh, hello there, and welcome to Castology. My name's Liz Best, and I'm one of your castologists who tells you what podcasts you should be listening to. One of the other ones is Saintsy Weather and Patrick Shearer. What's with your whispering? You did that a couple of episodes ago too. I don't know. Sometimes I just choose to whisper. Just mysterious. Just for dramatic effect. Is it dramatic? He's a loose unit. He's a a loose unit. unit. I'm a a dramatic person. All of the above. Look, next time you can shout it and we'll see how we go. Please don't shout it. I don't want to shout (laughs) it. Thank you. Okay, so we are the podcast that recommends other podcasts for you to listen to. And then we review the podcasts that we did last week after we do our recommendations. So that you know what's in this episode. So that you don't listen to it and go, what are they talking about? This isn't what. They said. Why aren't they talking about the podcast in the title? Yeah, so now we're going to be talking about the podcast in the title first and then we'll go on to the reviews. Everybody got Just it? Just to avoid Good. confusing you mooks. On we go. What's a mook? It's like a buffoon, an idiot. I think right. it's an Italian-American kind of. You said, you mook. You, you mook. You said it last episode and I was like, what's a mook? Well, now I know what I'm... Yeah, I, yeah, yeah did you Google it. I'm pretty sure, <laughs> pretty sure I'm right. I just want to make sure we're yeah, not yeah, yeah. Uh, putting any... Uh, Read the Urban Dictionary slanders. definition, Zane. It just says a stupid or incompetent person. So it is not a slur. Oh, mm. good, good. Because la- I would Did not you think want- it sounded a bit like a slur? Well, it sounded a little bit like the G Oh, word. the G one. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Well, Which is a slur. I will say... Mm. Urban Dictionary has a slightly different <laughs> definition <laughs> that I will let our listeners look up for themselves. All oh, right, homework. Well, that's listeners. not my one. I'm doing the Italian American. The one. Italian <laughs> idiot. The stupid mook. Well, uh, <laughs> the second definition on on uh, Urban Dictionary is an affectionate term for a regular guy, one who is unpretentious. He's a regular mm. mook. Yeah, I, I suppose you can see that, but you can you can use. He's just a mook. You can use idiot affectionately as well. It's yeah. Number three is idiot. an incompetent person. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, so now that we've defined that, shall we get on to our podcast recommendation? We Let us do that. shall. Um, and I am going to go first because I don't You're often make myself go first You're the when boss. I'm in charge, so I'm going to. So this week I am recommending one of my favourite psychological podcasts called Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel. Now, I do love her name. Yes, and she's got a beautiful accent to listen to as well, if somewhat blunt. Um, I've listened to a uh, lot of t- Spanish. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of TED talks. I think she's where, where is, is she, she actually from? from? Italian. I was googling French? this day. Her parents were in um, Germany during uh, Nazi mm, era. Well, so Nazi times. The Germans are known for their blunt accent. 
Um, yes. So Esther Perel is a world-renowned – she's Belgian. Okay. She's a world-renowned Belgian psychotherapist and basically her bag is couple sexuality and relationships. Um, so she's explored um, a lot of things um, but mostly to do with the need for security in a relationship versus the need for independence and how those two can sometimes be at odds. And she looks a lot about uh, – she talks a lot about how like in relationships these days people look for everything they want in a partner rather than realising that they cannot have all of their emotional needs So is this like a monologue or like question answer? No. So what this is is that she has uh, – she got people to apply um, and it's therapy sessions. Oh, so wow. So it's actual – Therapy sessions, they're single, um, single session case studies basically. So these people have applied to be on the show and have consented to have their session recorded and she will occasionally interrupt with commentary on why what they've said is significant. Um, and I listened to this because when I first listened to it, it made me incredibly uncomfortable but it was because the first episode I listened to was about um, someone who'd had an affair and oh. that was something that had happened to me and so I felt like I was back in the therapy session but I did find it incredibly beneficial. So I had a bit of a cry and then I went, the thing that I connect with in this is that it's it's incredibly vulnerable and raw um, and I don't know about everybody else but whenever I have like a, a panic about something in my life I want to read everything I can about it to regain some sort of control over it so whenever I've had a problem with my relationship I'll read like six self-help books on why that person does what they do to help understand. It's not the least healthy thing you could do. Mm. Yeah look it's probably a tad obsessive but this particular podcast I really like because she is very blunt she's written a book called Mating in Captivity which is very famous. Uh. Um, and I was going title. to say, yes. yes, the name sounds very familiar and after that description and after that book title, I dare say I've heard her once, perhaps twice on Christopher Wright's podcast. I was going to say. I imagine they run in the same circles. Yeah, well, I ended up, I found out about this one um, from my mum because my mum is a psychologist too and she's been to yep. a lot of conferences that Esther Perel's presented at. Oh, nice. Um, and, you know, it's... I, I find it incredibly raw and vulnerable and interesting to listen to people's um, therapy sessions with their consent mm. and um, <laughs> pointed glance learn. at me. Mm-hmm. I, to be fair, because my first thought was you were going to go. That's Zane's a creepy. real stickler for consent. Why would you? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you got me. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't think I've ever listened to a podcast like this because it's yeah. not just having someone on as a guest. It literally is a case study of somebody's therapy session. Yeah, mm. that's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Now I'm going to make Patrick go. Ah. Oh, so, so Patrick's your favourite. Well, well. No, it's because I like putting him, in on, putting him on the spot. Put me on the spot, yes. It's funnier when he doesn't have time to think about All what right. he's saying. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to tell you what I'm recommending. He's stalling now. <laughs> In my girlfriend's attempt (laughs) to brainwash me with feminist propaganda. Uh, This is not a good start, Patrick. She's got me to listen to this one. No, it's called No Filter um, with Mia Friedman and it's... It's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> so well, what you're Nor saying, is it feminist propaganda. So what you're saying is your girlfriend did your homework for you? Uh, no, she uh, <laughs> she didn't. She sort of did, I guess. Uh, 
Uh, I just noticed that my earphone is there's something wrong with it, but we'll we'll we'll, we'll sort that no out. No one can see that. Um, no, I mean with the sound quality. So oh no, yeah, that's a Zane. It's that's a Zane thing for later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I, I um, Mia basically just gets on interesting guests. I mean, this is very much up my alley. Um, yeah, Gina got me to listen to this uh, a little while ago and she sent me one episode in particular which made me cry and I really enjoyed. And then I listened to another one um, with her recently as well. Um, and then there's another one that I'm going to listen which to. Which is the one that made you cry? It was called Why I Left Teaching, I think. And the woman's name is Gabby Stroud. Um, and she basically just talks about the education system in Australia and the relationship she had with some of her young students. And, and all the good things that, that happened to teachers. Yeah, oh, and all the good things that yes, happened to teachers. And that, you were crying and from all. joy, weren't <laughs> yeah, you? From yeah. how wonderful how the profession is yeah, yeah, and yeah. how well supported our education That's precisely system why. helps our teachers. Dear yes. parents, buy your children's teachers' gifts. Mm-hmm. Every I thought day. you were just going to say buy them, like buy Every your children's teachers. Buy them gifts. Buy them pencils. Buy them stationery. They love stationery. Buy them. Buy them apples. Yeah. Sure. Be buy mm-hmm. buy double whatever you have to buy for the school list, so that bribe them and they will give your children good marks. That's not the message we are sending. No, what bribe is it? them and they will use those resources. Don't. Here's what not to do: don't walk up to the teacher and yell at them because your kid got a shit mark. Yeah. <laughs> that's not right and that happens all too but often. But I'm sure we'll talk about this next Once week. you've listened to this particular episode. Um, but, yeah, basically the format is uh, interview style. Um, from what I can gather from the few episodes that I have listened to is that she, being Mia Friedman, is pretty much open to all kinds of things. There's no, like, theme really. It's just about – No filter. Yeah, no filter. Just, just talk about things that um, – and she's you been a journalist for years. I don't know much about her, really. She was the Maybe youngest you ever editor of, was it Cosmo or Cleo or one of them? She's mm. the youngest ever. Like she was in her early 20s. So she's a weapon. Pretty much. She's a, she's a journalistic like gun um, and has been top of the journalistic game for a very long time in magazine land and mm. then started her own spin-off Mamma Mia website. Right, so this is the Mamma Mia network that yes. this podcast is on. Yes. yes, so she literally started and owns the network which has an entire you know suite of websites and now podcasts and she's, yeah. she's an impressive woman. She's good. She's got a good interview style and I like that because there's another episode that I listened to with Dr. Naomi, who's a plastic surgeon. Um, and Mia sort of mentions at the top of the podcast that she was apprehensive going into this and feeling a bit judgmental, but still wanted to do it anyway. And then talks about afterwards having this conversation with this woman, you know, um, oh, maybe I was wrong about having these judgments. So very introspective and self-reflective, which I appreciate in an interviewer who's, you know, willing to Fab. forego... And so do you recommend those two particular episodes? Those two particular episodes I recommend to you. Um, I will listen to another one soon and see if I can recommend it to you. But I'm sure there's a bunch. You could Mm. ask Gina as well if she's got ones that you want to listen to. uh, She wants you to listen to rather. But yeah, quite a nice size chunk as well. You know, like 45-ish minutes I think from memory. Yeah. Fab. And I just realised I didn't recommend any specific episodes for Where Should We Begin because I don't have any specific episodes to recommend. I think just pick a topic that you think that you will like because there's 
a little title that they take from the episode, like the affair episode one is called I've Had Better, which just like guts me. <laughs> um, I know. like, And when <clears throat> she actually says it in the episode, you're just like, oh, no. Anyway, so yes, now – Shall we move on to Zane's recommendation? I mean, if you're done with everyone else, I yeah. guess it's my Yeah, well, turn. we could ask your cat for a recommendation first. Well, my cat would also recommend the miscast commentary review. Oh. So this is a listener submission. Oh, hello. Um, and it is another film podcast. I love film. I know you love film. Now, this is a kind of podcast that has been around for a while, Um in that it is film commentary. They record a podcast while watching a film and comment on the film while it's happening in front of them every second episode and then the other episodes are kind of like what's coming and stuff that's happening in film, etc., etc., etc. So I enjoy this podcast. Um, I watch a lot of movies. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I very rarely watch a movie while listening to a podcast. Uh, is but that it, the recommended means of consuming this one? Yeah, well, it, it is one of, um, unless you know the movie really well because uh, they kind of point out things that are happening on screen. Mm. And do they go and play so that yes. you know exactly when well, to? Well, uh, every now and then. <laughs> when they remember? <laughs> yes. Uh, so they have like about 80 episodes, so about wow. half of them are films. Uh, they do tend to like the 80s action stuff. Who for Patrick. doesn't? Love it. Um, Who doesn't? Again, like they go for the schlocky stuff, the stuff that they're going to be able to riff on and make. Some fun Well, you can't watch an amazing Oscar-winning film and provide hilarious commentary on like 12 Years a Slave, really, can Not you? Not 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> I'm thinking you, you could, could make provide some interesting commentary. I'm pretty sure you can make hilarious commentary out of uh, Shape of Water. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, grinding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, so um, I, I really enjoyed listening to these guys. Uh, they're not too... Um, some of the other podca- film podcasts I listen to tend to get really preachy and same-same. Um, I've listened to maybe four of these guys' podcasts now since I subscribed. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm still enjoying them. So I don't always listen while watching a film mm-hmm. just because time doesn't always allow that to happen. Yeah. But, yeah, I really enjoyed uh, their Total Recall one. Um, but, yeah, I've... Basically just listen. Which ones have you listened to? I've listened to... Um, Total Recall. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh-huh. Is that because you you wanted someone to shit on it just as much as you do? Honestly, it was chronological. I just, <laughs> they yeah, did I a whole was, Marvel yeah. series from when I was looking at it. Um, Return of the Jedi, uh, Total Recall and Howard the Duck. I will be doing Total Recall. Right. I will be doing two completely different films than that. That's totally fine. Like, pick the ones that you want and Die yeah, Hard Two and Back to the Future. All right. I mean, this is yeah. not. This isn't the Colin Farrell Total Recall, is it? No, 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 no. no. This is the no, Schwarzenegger. Good. good. The actual Total <laughs> good. Recall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, have a listen and yeah, see if you enjoy it. Cool. It's a. Uh, it's it's it is an emerging since the, the rebirth of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. It mm. is like uh, there are a few podcasts that are trialing out this. It is a lot of work uh, to have that much content 
and to get it across intelligibly while consuming another piece of media. Um, well, yeah, like shit. I, I will obviously when I watch those types of movies with my friends like talk about it but then we get way tangential. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it is uh, – I think there is space in the podcasting sphere for this sort of thing. So, yeah, have a listen to what you think. Great. So those are our three recommendations for this week. We had Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel. We had No Filter with Mia Friedman and we had – Miscast Commentary Miscast Review. Commentary Review with Zane's recommendation because <laughs> he didn't have a whiff. Um, now, shall we take ourselves back to a more innocent time last, last week, week. <laughs> when we recommended – Three the theatrical podcasts ah, for us to reflect such upon. Such innocence. Such innocence. Sweet summer children we were. So I would like you to review my podcast first. 36 questions, please, and go. Okay. 36 questions. Did you listen um, to all of them first? Yes, I did, Good, Liz, thank you, because you don't normal normally. Speed, <laughs> because it's a musical and I wasn't allowed to speed it up. Because before I've gone, listen to all episodes, and Pat's like, yeah, listen to the first two. Nope, that's not what I said. So thank you, Patrick. I did it all. Thank well you. I did it at normal speed. So it might be the longest podcast experience I've ever had on this show. Yeah, thanks for, you know, hardcore history. It's It's payback. <laughs> Yeah, well, I didn't have to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. I mean, I enjoyed it. And I, I, I think I, I very much agree with what you said last week about it. You're very happy that it exists and mm. that someone is exploring this format to produce a musical rather than going through all the other avenues and having to deal with all that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm n- I've not seen a musical in my life, I don't think. Are you friggin' kidding me? I think me? we've had this conversation before. Have you had it with Maybe Gina? Because you haven't had it with me. You've I'm never seen a musical? Yeah, and you just keep saying, I'll give you my DVDs from New York. That I don't have that don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, no, I have not. Uh, I've seen a bit of cabaret. But um, yeah, so I don't oh, know. No, fuck that. Next time there's a good musical in Brisbane, I mean, I've seen, you and I've me seen and musicals Gina are going. In movie form, like no. Rocky Horror Picture Show no. and Little Shop of Horrors. T- I'm going to take you to a musical. And no, like it's a real be a one. a good one, like a real one. Mm. Um, but yeah, this was, this was interesting. I mean, it wasn't my favourite musical. I mean, it was the only musical, I guess, in some ways. But no, it was, it was, it was all right. I'm interested in uh, the, the next uh musical they do where it's the genders are swapped and it's a thriller because that woman was creepy <laughs> she was a bit stalkerish in the end wasn't she yeah. uh, all the way through she was a bit creepy uh i really like this this podcast i think the format i think they're struggling to find the format in which it sits ongoing because they are and more power to them. They are trying to monetize it. Does yes. it have to be ongoing? Can't it just be No, like how how people access it now that it's no longer being currently released. Right. So how they access it now that it is released out there because if it's just on Spotify, then you just tied to the Spotify monetization. Which is when it's, terrible. It's not great. Uh, so I love the content and I love the form. Uh, I think they made a lot of really great choices in in using the format as a format rather than just putting a theatre show on a podcast. Yeah. Mm. Um, really interesting. Yeah, that and was um, clever. 
Because I think you really up the phone to record every time. Yeah, yeah, you you have to figure out a framing device that isn't making us wonder what we can't see and yeah. is mm. making us imagine what we can. Um, and yeah, it reminded I, me of Sandra. Yeah, well, it's a similar, you know, it's a it's a I guess a radio play, but with music. Um, and I I actually really liked a lot of the songs in this. And Jonathan Gross voices Heaven, mm. um, and his co-star, whose name I keep forgetting, and I'm sure you'll. She she was really lovely performer, um, but uh, Jessie Shelton. She reminded me her voice reminded me of the plucky teacher from Glee, but it wasn't her. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it sounds so much like her that all I could do was imagine her and Jonathan Groff. Um, but yeah, I, I um, please musical theatre makers. Um, I know, I know two up are this. working on another one. There have been other musical podcasts that have come out, some that I don't think are very good. Um, but your improv one was pretty good, but that's a different thing, I that's guess. That's different very again. Different mm. uh, very, very, very different thing. Um, so, yeah, it, it is coming and I'm, I'm very glad it happened. And I think that 36 Questions is a great first. It's a great jumping off point, yeah. isn't mm. it? Like if we if – we, allow that Oklahoma started musical theatre uh, in its current form, then I think 36 Questions is a great stepping off point for the audio-only musical theatre experience. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. – you can't even subscribe to it because it's it's done now, but find it and Listen pay them. To give it. them. Give them money if you enjoy yeah. it as well. Um, and spread it around because the more well-known it is, the more – Chances are that someone who can create the next step of musical theatre podcast will do so. Yeah. Or do it yourself and cast us. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows, maybe in the future, maybe it'll be like rather than the book getting adapted into the movie, it'll be the radio musical. Radio musical. Well, they did it with Homecoming. They made – that was a radio play that they turned into a TV. So I don't see why – uh, an amazing musical couldn't get its start in podcasting. Yeah. I don't see why that couldn't it would happen. It would be a great two-hander like uh, um, last, last five, five years. years. Yeah. yeah. A little bit creepier than last five years. But yeah, you know. it's like the last five stalking <laughs> years. Um, next, we are going to go to Zane. Hello from the Magic Tavern, the Hello improv the Magic Tavern. podcast where a Chicago comedian and game developer has been sucked into a magical portal into the magical world of Foon and hosts a podcast with his co-host Usador the Wizard and Chant, the talking changeling, currently in the form of a badger. Zane. Yes? I didn't like this podcast. I wasn't expecting you to <laughs> like it, Liz. I was – see, after Dragon Friends, I was so optimistic that I was going <laughs> to dig this and I was just sitting there going, what the fuck are they talking about? Where, did you listen to I the latest I listened to the episode the... that you told me to listen okay, to. Okay, that's fair enough. That's, that's fine. I did laugh. So accusatory. I did laugh at one thing that they, I did like how they tried to make modern things a thing in their world. Like they were talking to, they were talking to someone on the phone and they said, oh, just um, 69 someone under a star to find out what number they were calling from. And how long will that take? Like being dirty. Um, but I just, oh, like I, I – no, it's not for me. I just I didn't find a lot of it very funny and I and I didn't really understand why anything was happening. I'm sorry. That's I, tr- fine. I tried to like it and I was so in in complete, you know, opposite to Dragon Friends where I was angry that you re- suggested it and then I loved the shit out of it. With this one I was like, "Okay, cool, another one of these." And then I went, <laughs> "Nope, nobody nope, not for this." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, it's a no from me too. 
I also listened to the episode that you recommended me. And I, as a performer, very much appreciate what he's doing. I know it's a very hard thing to do, but it just wasn't uh, sticking the landing for me. I didn't find it Frankly, particularly funny. Frankly, maybe I just need funny. to reconsider the people that I'm co-hosting the podcast with. Perhaps uh, you do. <laughs> Frankly, maybe we maybe need to we need team to up form and our kick own. Zane out. <laughs> <laughs> Except he does all the buttons and the mm, pressy true, things. I have the button press yeah. Buttons. Fuck. Damn it. But he is teaching some of the other people in the network how to do that. So pretty soon we can... Okay, cool. um, Zane, how do you feel about giving us podcasting (laughs) lessons on how to push buttons? I don't hold this against you. I myself have fallen in and out of love with Hello from the Magic Tavern a number of times. Right. I think like several sitcoms, like a sitcom, it has well outlived its comedic capabilities. Jump the shark. Yeah, so... Like the ones that I, the episodes I gave you, which were like Tom so the Spy, 90s, 80 something. Yeah, yeah, 89 was for mine, I think. Yeah, that was kind of the end of where I felt it was like, because that's around the end of the first season, um, is where I felt it was like running out of steam and they were just keeping going because it was so popular. Um, but, you know, every now and then I'll dip back into it and I think it's because I've been with it from the start that I... Yeah. You know, it, but it is a lot of the same jokes over and over again. I can see how some of it would be funny for the audience that is not me. <laughs> mm. Well, I can yeah. see how if you'd been listening from the start... Yeah, would you be... would fall in love with the people and yeah. the characters, whereas perhaps, I... Yeah, it's a different thing to just slide right in on episode 89 and because uh, I, I imagine there's a lot of jokes that are, are predicated upon Probably previous running jokes. jokes that, yeah. And but yeah, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't grab me the way Dragon Friends did, even though it felt like I was diving in at a similar point. This is the thing, I, and I couldn't, and I was trying to pinpoint what it was about Dragon Friends that made me laugh so much versus a very similar concept without the dice rolling, um, and I couldn't figure out what it was. Like I can't. I think I know what it is. What is it? I think it's the live audience getting that there constant is that. feedback and knowing and like. Playing back and forth, but and like, also the but ability I think to it, call each other out. I also think a narrative is is being generated in a game of Dungeons and Dragons because of the dice rolling, because of yes, the interaction yeah. with the DM, and I think there's there's more of a story to follow rather than just people improving and riffing without any real yeah. structure. Like because the well, DM cause like, has written this story to follow, and so you want to unravel it as the players do it as well. Yeah, exactly. But like other podcasts, like Film Reroll, didn't have an audience. Did it? No. No. no so, and I still found that really funny. I just don't think, and also like I was confused with the concept. I know that you explained it, but I was just kind of like, I don't, why, why though? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm look, sorry. I still appreciate, I appreciate them yeah. doing it there and why. And like, it's, it it's takes, a good improv. Improv takes so much talent. And I, and I take my hat off to anybody who can manage it because I, you I mean, know, you're pretty good at improv. I, that's a recent, very recent skill before that. <laughs> I think I these people like a did panicker. a good job. It's just yeah, it yeah. wasn't my cup of tea. It's just, yeah, it's not the format in which I like to consume. Or not the, It's not the format. It's not the framing device through which I like to consume my improv. Yeah, fair enough. So we have one final podcast. We do. And there was one. And then there was one. So what did you recommend for our theatre week? Well, since Patrick. this is theatre week yes, and I don't have a whole lot of theatre-based podcasts... In fact, I've only ever had one. I recommended the one that I had listened to, which is called Inside Acting, uh-huh. which 
Zane mentioned last week upon doing his preliminary research is operating under a different title now. We don't fully know. It's just well, been a year. Not really Their seeing. last episode said that this is our last episode in this format. Right. So, and that was a year ago. Right. Well, this, yeah. well, this format has two guys, LA-based actors, who will do a little bit of riffing at the start, tell you about what they're up to, you know, what works for them, and then they'll get into an interview with a famous or non-famous actor or perhaps a locally known actor, and you get to pick their brain a little bit about acting stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's like inside the actor's studio. Except not because I'm sure for copyright reasons they can't be like that at all. (laughs) So I listened to Kevin Sorbo because Hercules. I listened to J.K. Simmons because J.K. Simmons. Yeah, well, Hercules. I'm sorry. I think I listened to the J.K. Simmons one right around the time Whiplash came out, so I was... Very excited. Yeah, I can imagine. And I he's on Counterpoint too, which I've just started yeah. to watch, which I think is a very interesting show. But we're talking Kevin Sorbo right now because I'm doing my review. He's such a cool guy. Right? Like I thought he was cool already, but he like has this charity where he helps um, children to learn how to do physical education. So for the first hour they do physical education. For the second hour they do like homework and work on their school studies. And for the third hour it's life. They just talk about life and anything that happens uh-huh. in life. And they have like 12,000 kids in this charity that he's like the ambassador of that's just helping kids to cope with school and move their bodies and do their homework and learn about life. And he used to be in basketball and he's done way more stuff than I ever thought that he'd done other than just Hercules. I think Hercules could get any cooler. You were wrong. He's been in a bajillion commercials. He lived in Australia for six months. Like, it was a good six months. It's virtually was, Australian. He just came, well, and then he went to New Zealand and we claimed them too. So <laughs> uh, we especially would claim Jacinda Ardern if she wants to come here. Please. Please I'll just go there. Come here fine. forever. We can't claim um, the quintessentially New Zealand ones though, like Flight of the Concords. No, we can't claim the very Kiwi ones yeah, no, because it that's work. not right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I really, I, I really quite dug this. I'd like to listen to another episode to see if his interview star, if because it was a, it was a two person intro with a one on one interview, mm. and then it went back to the two person banter, and the second person was by phone because they were off doing something else. I don't think that's always the case. Yeah, no, I assumed it wasn't because they were talking about how different and interesting and mobile their podcast had become. Um, But, yeah, I really liked the types of questions that were asked. Apparently he actually went to Kevin Sorbo's, like, house to do this interview. and then that's nice. They talked afterwards about how they were, you know, about how – Kevin Sorbo was talking about all this stuff and he's and and here's me getting into my like shitty car with my shitty recording equipment and I was just feeling really sad about my life and he's like, hey man, do you want to come check out my man cave? So then we went and hung <laughs> yeah. out in the man cave, which is just like a weird 20-minute epilogue. But yeah, I like when podcasts do that, like yeah. uh, sort of on the road, like let's do it wherever you feel comfortable. We'll go to a park, why not? Yeah, and I liked hearing about his acting methods and kind of, you know, how, how he goes about it. I do like hearing about other performers and their methods unless they say their method is method in which case they can get fucked but you know I really I, I like hearing about you know exactly how someone gets to do what they do and I love the fact that he's done so many commercials that the dollars just keep running you know mm. rolling in like even if he hasn't had another massive massive hit he's just he's he's a jobbing actor That's yeah and he's modeled 
He used to do some modeling. He's very handsome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like Fabio. Even kind now. Of. But yeah, like, I, I, um, that's what I, it, there's nothing, like, it's, it's obviously not glamorized, but being a jobbing actor, yeah. what a gig. So, yeah, I've pretty much just reviewed Kevin Sorbo and not the actual podcast. It's, uh, it's not glamorised? Well, I mean like the jobbing actor isn't someone who does commercials. As in right. someone who actually goes from job to job rather yeah, than does... rather than a movie star. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah like, I understand. I, now, my approach to this podcast a little bit different in that I'm not interested in famous people. In Kevin Sorbo. For famous people's sake. Well, I didn't listen to Kevin Sorbo. I <laughs> listened to J.K. Simmons. Someone who I am very interested in his career mm. and the roles that he's done. And he was exactly what he has been in every other interview I've ever seen him do. A very wise and kind of friendly older man, very earnest. Pretty much like Brian Cranston. Um, mm. Love Brian Cranston. The J.K. Simmons part, like, yes, if I'm going to re- review J.K. Simmons, thumbs up from Zane. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like J.K. Simmons. <laughs> he, he doing stuff. <laughs> this podcast, though, their introduction, which was them talking about their careers and them answering questions that have been submitted, was literally uh, J.K. Simmons was split into two parts and both parts had their introduction was half the episode and then J.K. Simmons was half the episode. This is one thing I remember from the J.K. Simmons episode is that it was quite long to get into the J.K. They didn't Simmons. They did do that long in okay. the Okay, well, that's, that's good because that's yeah. a very bad note for me. And they didn't really answer people's questions. They were just talking about their own careers in my one. Yeah, well, the questions that they answered, the answers were just kind of like, um, I don't know. Like, well, why are you, why are you reading why them, you them out if them you don't out? have an answer? don't have no, any insight. Yeah. Like, I understand that, like... I understand that as working actors in LA, having content that you can that you're constantly putting out and you're getting contacts and networks through a podcast that works. But it was tough to listen to listen to that introduction to the J.K. Simmons, and I'm glad that they didn't do it all the way through. I might go back and listen to some others now. Yeah, but it was like it was tough to the point of like I want to not listen to anything. Now, thank you. J.K. Simmons is great. Yeah, yeah, no, they weren't. They weren't that. They were. They were verbose at the start, but it wasn't m- super meandering. I don't. I don't feel. Um, and then after the interview, I quite enjoyed listening to them shoot the shit about what happened after the actual interview. But I thought probably because something interesting happened. Yeah, after the interview, yeah. I thought their questions were quite insightful um, in terms of knowing what to ask the talent for Kevin Sorbo. Either that, or he just has a really interesting career to talk about. I think so because in, in the J.K. Simmons one, it was just it was similar to every other let's interview a famous person about their process interview I've ever really listened to. There wasn't anything that really distinguished this interview from other interviews and mm. that's fine. That's a, that is something that people want to listen to. I'm not particularly interested well, in like, that side of things. They got pretty good stories out of like Kevin because he was talking about how like how how did he start following his dreams and he ended up he ended a massive relationship because this girl was like well you can't make it as an actor and he was like well I'm going to so and like packed up and left that that night. I think that might just be Kevin Sorbo. Yeah maybe. Um, I'd be interested in listening to them interview someone who I have no idea who the hell it is mm. after after this just to kind of assess their interview techniques as a as a fellow interviewing journalist. Not that they're journalists, but I am a professional interviewer and I am qualified. 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, I might go back and check out some of their older stuff. Like, I, I only listen to J.K. Simmons because I really like J.K. Simmons, and then I was put off by those episodes. Yeah, but I'll, I'll go through. I'll go back and check. Out if some it was, of if it was out of five stars, I'd probably give it a solid three, three and a half, extra half point for Sorbo. Are you? Oh. Well, I guess you can't really subscribe because they're not releasing new content. No. But I will be definitely going back and trying to listen to at least one episode that was a non-famous person. Yep. Good. good okay. Good. That's it. Cool. Are we done? Neato. Is that everyone? Yeah. Are we all here present? Okay. We reviewed Did it? all of them. So Did the thing. we have given you some recommendations to go and listen to, which were Zane, My Brain's Dead. Uh, mine was the Miscast Commentary Review. Uh, Patrick's was No Filter. And yours was Where Should We Begin with Esther Perel? Yes, it was. Thank you for reminding me of all of this because I swear to God my brain is mush today <laughs> and I've got nothing left in the tank, which is pretty good because this episode's finished. Finished. So you can find us on all of the social media channels. We are on Instagram. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. You can go to that'snotcanon.com forward slash castology and fill out a little form if you want to get us to review your podcast because Miss Cast Commentary, that's a user submission. That's so. Correct. You too could feature on Castology if you drop us a line. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe because that's how everybody else finds us. And if you make other people find us and then recommend your podcast, it means your podcast will be listened to by many more people. Really? You're just helping us help Help, you. Help us help you. We'll give you a free tattoo as well. Help you. We are not tattooing anybody. Patrick. Okay, so that is the episode. I have been Liz Best. Across from me is... Patrick Shearer. And the last one. Zancy Weber. Zancy Weber. Both man of mystery Weber. No. Hi, I'm Morgan Phillips and I'm a human. And I'm Isabella Vallette and I'm also a human. But I was raised by fairies. And now I'm taking my human friend Morgan in to meet all of the mythological creatures that I know. Every Sunday we meet a new mythological creature and interview them about their life in a modern day context. Such as... The Night King from Game of Thrones. Funicular, the friendly vampire brother of Dracula. We've met the Loch Ness Monster. Santa. The Volpertinger. The Devil. And a Mermaid. And many more. We release all our interviews as a podcast called Off of the Fairies, where we interview a new mythological creature every week living in a modern day world. Come join us. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky 30. Availability subject to location, setup fees, terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds.